0: Welcome back to the Charlotte Angel Connection, the Charlotte area podcast linking entrepreneurs, investors, and the broader Charlotte community. As you know, our goal here is to interview the individuals who are building, shaping, and influencing entrepreneurship in the Charlotte region so you can stay invested in Charlotte's growth. Today, we welcome Walt Fry back for part two, a continuation of our conversation from last week. Um, Teed it up a little bit in our exit last week. Um, Today, with Walt, Um, And his experience over the course of the last 18 months with Innovate Charlotte and CRFE, um, I wanted to dig into the relationships um, aspect of what he's doing, um, what it takes to raise money for Innovate Charlotte to continue to propel it forward and how hard that is in today's fundraising environment. And then continue a conversation that I said is is kind of my own little mission here, which is the lack of capital for startups in Charlotte. So, um, Walt, that's a, a big hairy list of things to tackle today. So, yes, thanks for having back in on me.
1: Well, thank you for having me back. Um, I really enjoyed the first conversation, um, and this is a great opportunity to, you know, continue to advance the conversations and con- advance the work.
0: Yeah. So relationships, no matter where we are in life, relationships are difficult because we're dealing with people. Um, Marriages are difficult because you've got a husband and a wife. And um, you've got much more than that with Innovate Charlotte. Uh, You've got the city of Charlotte. um, You've got the Chamber of Commerce. um, You've got some um, other players in the Charlotte startup community that sit on your board you also have the mentoring companies that you're you know talking to on a regular basis and helping grow and support Um, and you also have mentors Um, that's um, that's no small list of people to please Um, how do you please them all and um, what's that like in your role today
1: well, so I'm going to start so this off is with.
0: The, we'll call this the dirty laundry section. <laughs> <So Yeah. laughs> this is the
1: dirty laundry section. So I, I think the first thing is that you can't please, please them all. Yeah. You can't please everyone at the same time in the same situation. So what I've learned is that you really do have to be able to, you know, I don't say your fights necessarily, but you know, understand what it is that you can do, and what's in your control, what you can impact, influence, and then move on from the other things. Um, we have certainly been in, a, in an environment last year that has not been necessarily easy. You talk about you know politics, etc., and it's not formal politics, but it's really about you know influence and you know, what does that mean and what does it look like, and you know, kind of what are those relationships that are important to get work done? Because at the end of the day, we're trying to get work done. And we only get it done through other folks, um, not through a single person. So as you talked about our seed uh, investors, um, the city of Charlotte through CRFE, Charlotte Regional Fund for Entrepreneurship, and the investment from the Charlotte Chamber, uh, those investments were designed to advance a body of work that they had, you know, we had been working on as a community, really a bar community for a while. And the reason I bring them up is because. uh, I made an. Ass- and I, I, um, I I've often gone into events where Jeff Brokaw will poke fun at me and say, "Hey, that guy's from the chamber," and I say, "Well, I'm not from the chamber. I am uh, the yeah. chamber is an investor." So Jeff will poke at me a the time on that. But I, I, I want to bring it out because um, this sense of uh, the players and the stakeholders, well, um, and who's on and who's off and who's who's relevant, who's not relevant. And um, I think we all got to look at this thing as a as a community, a community of stakeholders and participants and people who really do seek the best interests of of, of our communities at large. Um, and I say that because um, sometimes we're in environments where, you know, there, you know, it feels as if, um, you know, it, it's. Um, There's a little bit, I'll say say negativity. It's not as positive as we would like it to be. It's a little bit rough as we kind of get into issues. And um, I'll share openly, we were at a meeting recently where um, I was facilitating the meeting, and I made a big assumption about where we were from a relationship perspective among the group and about how much we really knew about each other and about how much we really had engaged among entrepreneurial support uh, leaders. And it was made very clear that, you know, a big step in getting things done among people in relationships are really first based on, you know, uh, knowing each other. And someone uh, uh, mentioned this whole this set of words that y- you don't accept to do things with or from people who you don't know. Yeah. And that getting to know each other better, that our aspirations of ourselves individually, some of those conflicted, by the way, you know, mm-hmm. things we want may all not, you know, not all meet, match up. Um, and those aspirations we have is for our organizations, our objectives, our outcomes, it's important to get those on the table and get those aligned. And that was a mistake I made at this meeting going in. But I also heard very clearly that a sense that, okay, um, is this work, does it feel as if it's, uh, I'll use a word from someone else in the meeting, uh, the establishment coming to tell entrepreneurs what to do. Yeah. And shoot, man. Um there, there is no establishment, you know it's us, right It's us all trying to work the best together to to get all this work done, and there's a lot to get a lot more to do. What, what I've just noted on that is that um, these institutions we talked about some of them in our last session are mm-hmm. uh, corporations, yeah. you know, our governmental uh, institutions, our business associations, um, other businesses, um, universities, et cetera. They're all part of the ecosystem with intentions of of supporting entrepreneurs innovators, but um at the same time they've got to be really responsive and I would say to me specifically, I need to be more responsive and listening and you know touching face to face and shoulder to shoulder with entrepreneurs in the community, otherwise we won't have the trust and engagement and alignment that's needed so that's a lesson learned about the relationships because it does start, you know, with really getting to know each other better yeah. and being open to that. So the next part of that um, I'll, I'll note is that, you know, these relationships also require, if we're going to, you know, do this as a community, to have shared outcomes that we're willing to to share. Yeah. You know, and really to work to, towards together, and they can't be generic outcomes. I think of uh, we want to make uh, Charlotte a better place for entrepreneurs. Yes. But what does that mean?
0: Yeah, exactly. And what do
1: you do, and what is the next step, and can you do it with partners, or can you do it alone? With partners is better. Um, and are people open to partnership if they're not, you know, driving the, you know, driving the, you know, the effort? So that partnership means, you know, sometimes uh, it means co-hosting, co-creating, means co-alignment, means collaboration, and uh, that's easier said than done because it also requires people to give up something. In order to get more,
0: yeah. yeah. Um, the um, um, the you mentioned the two founding partners, which are the chamber and the city of Charlotte. Um, when I hear those, I don't necessarily hear um, innovation um, coming out of either one of them, right? I mean, uh, is it one of those places where eventually our the seed founders of CRFE will need to step out of the way and turn things over to the community? Um, and is that sooner rather than later, or yeah. do you see them being staples in this thing forever?
1: I, I think that um, that's a really good question. And, uh, so I think that they, um, the City of Charlotte and the Chamber, I will continue to say this to anyone who listens, that they have been partners in advancing this work you know, maybe not as fast as we, we'd like, yep. maybe we don't have the amount of, of financial resources that we would like, but we can't. I can't deny that they have been an important part of establishing this framework um, so that we can talk about Innovate Charlotte, we can talk about these topics. So convene in a way that we are demonstrating some level of density that frankly would not otherwise be even part of conversation. So I'm gonna commend them for that effort to take that step forward. To help this community, and I wish other folks are just going to, you know, you know, give them the benefit down on a couple of things. Now, what's the truth? The other truth is that institutions, and I come from institutions, companies, et cetera, and I've been kind of observing this space for a while, too, and participating, you know, uh, they are big, and they move differently, and they have yep. different outcomes, and they don't move as ad- with much as much agility as our entrepreneurs, um, and the decision-making is long, and all these things. That's just fact. So, um, culturally, that's fact. Um, uh, structurally, that's a fact. And in terms of processes and activities at institutions, uh, cities, some business associations, some universities, some things in institutions, that's where they operate. But that doesn't mean that they can't think and act a little bit more agilely as they seek to engage with entrepreneurs and innovators And build bridges so i think that's the thing that um, was attempted and will continue with the city and the chamber and others Um, they may take different roles maybe a seat a back seat a back a farther back seat because Mm -hmm. that was never it was never intent for them to lead this effort but to seated and then push it forward yeah so now we're at a point where we are seeking to push this forward with more entrepreneurs um, at the helm and engaging more entrepreneurial support organizations that um, that allow us to touch more and more people. Okay. So I think we're now literally in the middle of this conversation in this kind of uh, activity where we are seeking out to say, how do we expand um, our efforts to assure that we have the full voice, leadership, and engagement of our entrepreneurial community and that they're, 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 we're, we're creating a table and having more seats at that table for entrepreneurs, um, but not as a sense of um, – how do I say it? Um, having one table that everybody's got to be around, yeah. but having multiple opportunities for people to engage.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, more seats would, by nature, um, mute um, or um, silence, to a certain extent, older people, right? Well, you know what? Um, I shouldn't say older people. Uh, you know, you yeah. know what?
1: I'm gonna, uh, you, you didn't say it, but I'm going to say something slightly differently. Yeah. I think there is a sense of, um, as entrepreneurial as we seek to be in this community— you know, there's a sense of legacy you know that um that you know that everything influence seems sometimes to be central yeah that every isn't that you know to get access to people resources, et cetera, you have to go through a couple of nodes well, the fact is, for an uh an an emerging networked community, yeah, that might be true when you start there might be one or two people who start this thing, yeah. But, you know, that one or two has to quickly evolve to 10 and has to quickly evolve to 100 or 1,000 who become, from a centralized point of view, about network in our community. Because, you know, there's only so much capacity. People have it anyway. And, you know, everything can't run through one person. Yeah. Secondly, you go from a centralized kind of perspective to a little bit more um, decentralized, a few more heads around the table. And then, honestly, it's got to be distributed where everyone is taking on uh, role and responsibility for doing something to move the ecosystem forward. I commend, and I will. I, I think there have been more more nodes, leadership nodes that have been developed over time. You know, William, you say you're not, you know, you know, a, a politician, but you're one of those nodes. Yeah. Very important node. I, I love You know, Greg, right Brown. I'll say his name again. I love Mac Lackey. Um, you know. Uh, as nodes that are very important nodes. And then I even, I think it's incredible in a, um, that new nodes are emerging because they choose to emerge. Yeah. So this is important. They don't get permission to emerge. They choose to emerge and to act in the best interest of their communities, their own self-interest, and the interest of the broader community as a whole, entrepreneurial community. Mm-hmm. And those folks, for me, the folks I see, um, and I see a whole bunch of folks, uh, I, I think uh, this uh, what um, um, uh, the uh, team at collective hustle is doing is very interesting Absolutely. they emerged because they chose to merge yeah I think the uh, the team over at uh, black tech Charlotte they emerged because they chose to do that to mm-hmm. start that work uh, there are folks who are working in in the uh, spaces around um, uh, uh, I was uh, veterans work, you know, the task force X's and the Charlotte Bridge communities, all these that are kind of emerging activities in different groups. And I, I mention these different groups because this is part of kind of the picture of inclusivity that we are seeking of people who are different. And our, uh, the work that Prospera is doing um, with our uh, Latino and Hispanic um, community of entrepreneurs, um, the work that is happening at CPCC, the work that Uh, Terry uh, Cox is doing with Gaston TechWorks in our Mm -hmm. rural communities, semi-rural communities. Um, All that is critical because these nodes chose to emerge and didn't have to ask for permission from anybody. So I would say this to um, any number of people who may be uh, supporters or detractors. um, You can choose to be involved or not. And people need to choose to say they're going to be on the sidelines or not, complain or not or be engaged as entrepreneurial to, uh, be willing to, you know, get in the game and start to help others be better in this, in this, in this, um, in this effort. So, um, for, and I'll, I'll end this tirade on one last point in that, um, uh, as I came into this thing two years ago, and boy, you knows as well, uh, I came from a corporate uh, background. So, uh, the, 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 the Thing that folks would would kind of mention to me. So is he is he an entrepreneur? Has he did this? He done that? I said, no, I haven't. I, I I'm I'm giving of what I have. I give of what I have to our community, and you can choose to do that, or you can stay on the sideline and c- complain and bitch and, and whine. Yeah. You get in and be supportive of others and not distract from others. So yeah. we've had some issues in intru- some recent situations where. Uh, there have been detractors from others in communities who've been saying negative things about those communities. It got to stop it because we are on our own best opportunity for growth in this community, and we are also our worst enemy.
0: No, it brings up a, a good point. It's something we talked about beforehand. And by the way, um, we're um, um, like I'm hundred percent on board the Walt for political office. Um, I know you're not there, but um, I thought you know great way to answer that question. Um, and in a positive way. But um, we talked a little bit before we came on air for the first podcast about the Charlotte startup community being at a crossroads. Um, and that's probably, um, it's probably an overstatement. I don't know if it's necessarily at a crossroads, but we've got a fair amount of community support, um, and we've got a fair amount of things going on, but it just hasn't seemed like it's grabbed yet. Um, and I know, the, I know the point of emphasis from a lot of people is it just takes time, right? Nothing's formed overnight. Um, but it also, it feels like, it, it just feels like it's coming up on a, on a place that it, it really needs to take off. Um, do you, what needs to happen to allow that to take off?
1: Okay, so he's going to ask me another you know, these questions that are going to get me on a, a, a tiny tirade. So it's that, I think this, I only can speak about what I've seen and what I've seen. But you see I've so much of it, yeah. Other communities. I literally have talked to hundreds of people in various communities. I've either visited or spent time with or on the phone or in these cities, probably 20, 25 cities either here or you know, friends who are overseas and, you know, Jerusalem or London or Paris or Mexico city where, where, where folks are who were supportive in this effort. Yeah. I say that because, um, what does it take? Um, it takes time. It takes investment, you know, a concerted effort to invest in the assets of the ecosystem that allow it to nurture more effectively over time, um, and do it, um, in as natural way as possible. So, I think that uh, for Charlotte, you know we certainly have aspirations of our uh, innovation driven entrepreneurship startups you know taking off in a certain pathway and I think that's a very, very noble thing that's my organization supports. But we can't uh, really uh, legitimately only focus on those things. And we know that we're a city that is also you know happens to be you know one of the fastest growing cities for millennials and others but also faced with a number of issues around economic uh, mobility, Mm -hmm. um, fair fair and affordable housing. Uh, We have a number of opportunity zones that are right outside the center city that really need the attention of innovators and entrepreneurs to act on those things. So what does that mean for us in terms of this inflection point? The inflection point for me um, feels like Uh, how do we decide what's most important for us to focus on as a community and effectively invest in those things so that we can achieve our aspirations. And that aspiration that that I've articulated in the mission um, of um, Innovate Charlotte is for an intentionally inclusive ecosystem that really is focused on um, economic growth, social impact, and uh, creating a city that we can be proud of for decades to come. Um, and we have an opportunity to do that because we actually do, you know, not being first is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm -hmm. We have the lessons learned in many other cities that would take, say, so what do we do differently? And I don't think we fully grasp all those lessons, by the way, some things we're still kind of struggling with, I think now in our city. Uh, but I think we have the opportunity to act on those things. And, uh, I was sharing with you, William, that I was at a session of, um, of a group of, um, social impact leaders, who wonderful folks um, in a group uh, that was um, called the Workshop of Art of Participatory Leadership. Okay, And it was brought together by uh, Astrid uh, Chirinos, who's the uh, head of the Y, uh, the Simmons Y, and uh, a couple of her colleagues. And the reason I bring it out is because um, the thing that stood out for that conversation was that... um, it was an entrepreneurial conversation about so what do you so you see a problem that has a pro, has a problem of scale that problem that is of scale um, how do you uh, engage in an innovative participatory way to help solve problems that are meaningful for our community
0: mm-hmm.
1: and some of those problems absolutely have to do with you know uh, maybe it's not as of a growing of a tech community as we we choose, or at least maybe, maybe not alignment of all the, all the components. Something have to do with um, uh, engaging our communities to be better, um, stronger, more effective in their entrepreneurial aspirations, how you solve problems entrepreneurially. And then third, maybe there's something of how do we deploy ourselves with all our differences in an inclusive way into communities to really share our best resources, our mindset, our skill set, our, you know, our, our time so in and, 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 and dollars as well. So um I, I ramble a little bit on that because I think that our aspirations are more than about, you know, you know, how to become the next um Austin. It's about how to become the next Charlotte, how to become the great Charlotte that we know we are and know we have this aspiration to be.
0: Yeah, Charlotte 2.0. 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Um you mentioned it a little bit and I'll come back to the bottleneck of um on the on a little while. Um but I think one of the bottlenecks is, is, is probably sitting right here, and you mentioned it there a minute ago, which is the um, the initial seed investments that y'all, um, that CRFE um, had, um, nothing lasts forever, right? And so, I mean, ultimately, y'all need to raise money to continue to push CRFE and, and ultimately innovate Charlotte along the road that will continue to support and nurture the entrepreneurial system here in Charlotte. Uh, How hard is it to raise money from the, you know, the partners that we we talked about there in the first session in light of what you just mentioned, which is um, we've got social mobility things here in Charlotte that are trying to uh, attract attention. We've got um, schools, um, you know, the whole school initiatives. We've got um, we've got so much other stuff that's out there. I mean, got the number of hungry and poor and everything else. Right. And every city's plagued with it. But how do you overcome, how do you raise money for people that are trying to, you know, quote, unquote, get rich with startups, right? Oh, let's support people that are just trying to get rich. And um, how does that work in your world?
1: Yeah, I, I think it's um, it's two things, uh, maybe three things. One is that I, I don't think it's healthy to describe our entrepreneurial community as folks who are trying to get rich, right?
0: But well, that's kind of how it's seen, isn't it, Walt? It, it is.
1: Uh, you know, it is. So I, I, I share with some folks that, you know, I talk to folks at different types of organizations, um, our Rotary Clubs and business associations and mm-hmm. others. And I talked to you. I would come out to your Rotary Club, you yeah. know, Valentine's. Um, so as I've talked to folks, I think people, uh, when I say who in the room is, is an entrepreneur, you know, of the room of 40 people, maybe two would raise their hands. I say, well, who in the room is a business owner? You know, 30 of the 40 raise their hands. Yeah. And who's a community? At, who's who's invested in the community of Charlotte? Everyone in the room raise their hands. So um, I think that uh, where we have an opportunity—that is, our organization and the entrepreneur community as a whole—is to help the community see themselves in the work. If they don't see, if our community doesn't see themselves in this work, because we're over segmented, we're only focused on, you know, high tech versus other, you know, mm-hmm. parts of the community then we, we're missing an opportunity to help really engage more people, a better base, and for other people in our community, other very productive, impactful people in our community to see themselves in the work. Otherwise, it will be just like what you said, William. It'll be people see entrepreneurship. That's just like that. Are those those kids that are on that that um, mm-hmm. HBO special, uh, yeah. you know, Silicon Valley, you know. Yeah. So the ethos of entrepreneurship is going to be, I think, talked about differently in order to have more of the community to see themselves in it, and that is as uh, people uh, reaching for their aspirations. You know, all star- every everybody I talk to, who's uh, wherever they are in their journey, started off as a one person idea, yeah, or a person and another person with an idea across a napkin that became something more. So um, everything starts small. So we have to really have respect for our small starts. Or sometimes thinks we just um, uh, promote and uh, emphasize the wins, but we have to really kind of promote and uh, elevate our small starts. So that's one thing. So people have to see themselves at work as entrepreneurs themselves, reaching their, reaching their aspirations, starting small, um, having gone you know, to be on to maybe become another kind of thing they can do. Participants as mentors, so that's why this mentor thing is really important. People, how do you participate in this work? Mm-hmm. You can mentor because you have something to give, you know, knowledge base, etc. Well, how else can you participate in work? You can become a customer of a small um, of a startup or a small business. So, I know we do bifurcate between tech startup and small businesses, and there are different needs for those types of uh, entities. But um, we're more likely than we are dissimilar, and we should think about how entrepreneurs, you know, people paying payroll and making things happen. Leading their aspirations is something that's more can be more broadly defined, but with different resources. Um, so um, you can see yourself as as again a customer of, of these of these companies. And then lastly, I'll just say uh, promotion um, and um, I don't know support of the cause. You know, being a part of this culture, or you can to help uh, people who are pursuing their dreams and starting um, and uh, starting out. Uh, who are it will not be tech uh, startups, innovators, creatives, uh, you know, small business owners, restaurateurs, craft brewery owners, um, any of these kind of you know number of things that um, people start, and we got to support them because that's a part of what our community is. So, go have a go have a beer at one of our uh, you know, uh, new breweries out there, and know that you're helping a, an entrepreneur.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Can people contribute to innovate Charlotte?
1: so uh yeah i I digressed on the original question, so uh we are at a point where um we are we're always at a point where we're we're seeking to raise money so the what we uh are seeking to do is you know create the sense of um case for support mm mm-hmm. that case of support is so what are you doing that's important for the community that we should support you yeah and that what that that it is um enabling. You know, this environment, nurturing the environment, connecting resources that result in uh, more opportunity in the long term, more jobs, a better alignment and culture around entrepreneurship and innovation and this whole kind of advancement of of this work that we all aspire to do to have a diversified economic base. So um, I think that um, having that case for support is critical. So we think that case is around those things and Mm -hmm. maybe some others economic mobility being one of those things that's important. Uh, we uh, see as an opportunity to um, uh, contribute to Innovate Charlotte is um, we are engaging, um, you know, certainly donors um, from you know, s- s- some of our institutions, um, but as individuals and contributors, you know, we have an opportunity to donate through um, inclt.org, um, through uh, CRFE, Charlotte Regional Fund for Entrepreneurship, And you can actually give, um, contribute your dollars, or you can come and talk with us about how you may contribute in-kind resources or services that support entrepreneurs. So uh, what I think about is that it's our intent is not to gather a lot of resources so that, you know, we can create a fiefdom, but really kind of create density so we can distribute among our great partners so we can get things done as close as we can to entrepreneurs Less well, that's important. So I think part of that is um, we want to make it easier for our corporate donors yeah. to donate through us on behalf of organizations and entrepreneurs so that we can create greater density of effort
0: um, in the community. Do you have sponsors or are you trying not to have sponsors and more just take um, cash and in-kind donations? Oh,
1: yeah, we absolutely uh, would, would uh, welcome sponsors. So we're developing some appropriate sponsor packages and some ways that, that can make it make sense to you. So we, we accept sponsors. Uh, we accept um, uh, sponsors who also may be resource providers who are seeking an opportunity to engage with entrepreneurs. Uh, we're seeking resource providers who may um, be willing to contribute their efforts um, at some level of discount for entrepreneurs who are part of our, uh, our expanding uh, set of partners. So um, sponsorship, uh, donations um, are welcome. Uh, your time is welcome as I'm, uh, volunteers and mentors. So we are open to accepting whatever you, corporations, foundations, others, individuals, high net worth individuals. Um, William, I'll take a dollar from you
0: as well. I got a dollar in the back pocket. I think I you do. You. I yeah. think
1: you do. Uh, we'll take those dollars for the purpose of creating density and my opinion is to you know, we'll think of uh, consider how to redistribute that back out to make the best impact in the community.
0: You mentioned high net worth individuals. Um there's a few of them here in Charlotte. Um there's some nice neighborhoods. Uh there's, you know, Ballantyne, Foxcroft, Queens Road um West. Um and and many, many others. Uh and we talked about it last time and I talk about it all the time on this podcast. Uh, not enough of those folks are um or investors in the Charlotte startup scene, Um, you need them to be in order to continue to build the entrepreneurial system. How do you get out there and push that message to people that they have to take more risk um, in this community Mm -hmm. in order to continue to build Charlotte 2.0? Yeah, I think... um... Bang on the table, do something.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's about having these conversations. So I think you gotta go out to where people are and inform them of this work that many of us are doing across communities. So I won't I won't give out the name of the organization, but I, I spoke with an organization. We'll get probably the name. no get the, I won't get the name. No. <laughs> uh, about a month ago. Two months ago I think it was. And they were just wonderful people. But it was part of this conversation about, you know, so what do you do? You yeah. know, what is this thing? Why is that important? And uh, some good, good, strong – it was an interactive meeting. I know uh, 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 we we're, what we're, we're part of the audience was questioning, so, you know, it, what do we have to do to be like Austin or Dallas or wherever? You know, why don't we have these things in place? You know, um, what can others do, city chamber others do? You know, you know, are they credible partners? Are they credible partners? So this really was just kind of a really you know, tough conversation, was, which was good. Yeah. I, I loved it, actually. And um, where we landed was that um, these conversations where we are um, really exposing this entrepreneur activity, this risk-taking that's, being, that's taking place with uh, entrepreneurs across the city – there's risk-taking that's taking place with small business owners across the city. we got to expose that, have people really understand what, what, what that work is, and give them a, a place to participate on board. You know, you got to have like this, this um, many you know the book, Switch, talks about, you know, large-scale change, um, human design, and how do you kind of enable that? Well, you've got to have, in order to get that elephant to move, you can kind of put the, 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 the bag of peanuts on the other end of the hallway, or the other end of the field, but you actually have to have a path, have a path for them to get there. Yeah. If you don't, they go a lot of different places. They may still get the peanuts, but not in the way that you is beneficial for you know the outcomes. So you got to have this pathway for folks to participate, and I think that is having uh, our community uh, leaders, our. Um, Country Club participants, all these folks, and my, my friends and I—we've talked about you know we got to go on a Country Club circuit and talk to folks. I was
0: about club. to ask that exact question. You go into Myers Park, Carmel, yeah. and Ballantyne to yeah, I'm, promote I'm, and innovate Charlotte. Yeah, we're,
1: we're gonna. We I think we have to have these conversations. Go out to these these places where people are, meet them, meet folks where they are, and sure you know what we're doing, um, what we are doing as a community. So also, I'm not um I'm a little hesitant to say about you know quote unquote innovate Charlotte. Uh, because we see ourselves as conduits, you know, connectors mm-hmm. and connecting two resources, to, to entrepreneurs, creating some density. We really want to talk about this thing about, you know, what is the community doing and how you can be a part of it. Yeah. And really talk about what do you do? How do you be a part of this great thing that's happening? You know, where there's thousands of people who are getting engaged. And, and you don't want to miss out, do you? Right? You know, not only do you not want to miss out, you want to be able to f- propel this work forward as a result of your contribution. So we want to have these conversations and the ones I've had so far have been very positive um i don't I have not yet gone out for the hard sale except for a couple of cases. the hard sale yet I think we're gonna have to go out for that harder sell in communications that uh case for support and I'm really looking to people across the community to uh maybe you can ask um ask me how can I get involved i would uh love uh you know twenty emails a thousand emails after this this podcast say. Hey Walt, heard what you guys are talking about. Don't know exactly what it is, but I like to be involved. Can I talk? Yeah. And I get those emails every once in a while, and there are a few that are being uh, being
0: productive. Yeah, That's awesome. So you'll have a little bit just to kind of circle back and start to close off, um, close the loop. Um, once you've gone through your oh um, shoot your your trial run with this first group of of yeah. uh, ten, mm-hmm. um, you'll have a little bit more information to take out there to those to those country clubs so to speak and kinda of promote it and what's going on and how you see things and, and everything else. So
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, the, so the Country club, but also, you know, all the supporters, uh, you know, we are we, we still are accountable to our investors. So we wanna communicate the great work that's being done um at the front end, the seating, and then what's gotta be done to, you know, go from seating to you no know, stability and um to growth that's required for us to, to make this get to some scale that's going to matter to to many of us. So um, for the mentor program, we'll grow that. We all have other things that we think are very very important around, you know, creating this environment of connectivity with our uh, corporate partners through organizations like, you know, our partnership with uh, uh, Jules Accelerator, mm-hmm. and our emerging partnership, and activities we'll do with uh, the FinTech Hub and healthcare. Um, work with a better job with more cohesively telling the, the investment story. I think the work that you are doing, William, um, with uh, Seth, um, and bringing folks together around these conversations around um, with investors. Yeah, early stage m- capital. Early stage capital is a is a very important step, but we need to do that you know 10 times as many times yeah. and, and many more country clubs, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and then on the other side, which is what's important for us on the uh, with the entrepreneurs is making identifying catalyzing in some cases finding entrepreneurs people who want to do this stuff more starts catalyzing them and then um helping be better and stronger through program programming better connectivity mentorship all these things that uh, have said to be important um and then getting people to to be involved in that so um it's all those things that are going to make the difference uh and our ability to demonstrate that we are um we have um a case for change a case for support that matters to our potential investors get in front of them and then asking them to come along on the journey with us
0: yeah um and it's a great journey forward i think so and again i'll reiterate i don't think there's a better person to lead that journey than you um and i'll ask listeners to to invest in that by by going to the website and. Um, and making the financial contribution, but also making the, um, the time contribution, which is reaching out to Walton, um, and asking how they can support and help. Cause, um, I, again, I'll, I'll say, I think we're at a crossroads. I think capital to you would help us, um, overcome that crossroad. I think having a more diverse and broader kind of entrepreneurial community where it slowly starts to, um, multiply rather than being in the hands of a few as far as decision making will help as well um, and the more people that are involved the more that's naturally going to happen anyways I mean I see you know people like Scott Pope um, popping mm-hmm. up um, that you mentioned earlier you know diversifying some of that effort um, you know obviously Greg Brown over the years you mm-hmm. over the years um, you know obviously Dane kind of started this whole thing you know five or six years ago but um, anyways I think more support would help and I hope you get it um i certainly hope you get it because you deserve it and and charlotte 2.0 as we selectively call it today um needs it
1: i kind of like that charlotte 2.0 concept i'm taking that home i'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> I'm, gonna I'm gonna book that one yeah and i'll just say thank you for your efforts. um i i, I will continue to communicate and i'll have to make this very short this has to be a broader coalition of folks who um look different act different be different um and who are all fully invested in entrepreneurship in the city um, I have, I'm making a mental pivot myself that, um, you know, if we only focus on a small segment, then we're missing a whole bunch of folks who can come along on the journey and they'll find their spaces and on the way, but we got to make this bigger and more bro- broader with more impact for our communities that that deserve that impact. They deserve smart people like, you know, folks who are on this, on who listen to this thing who can help and investing in our communities that need help, leveraging innovation entrepreneurship, and my, my words, innovation entrepreneurship as pathways to better Charlotte, better communities, and Charlotte 2.0. So thank you so much, William. This has been fun, man. You you're, you pushed me a little bit, but I appreciate you. I yeah. appreciate you personally and all you're trying to do to uh, promote um, innovation entrepreneurship and capital raising in this community. And I didn't know that uh, Idea. Um, really has been a great partner with a number of uh, organizations in the city, and uh, they've kind of started to notice uh, more activity. So I think uh, I think they will help us catalyze some of the things that we have to get done.
0: Yeah, now they've been a great partner, um, stepping into the system over the course of the last 24 months, and. Um I'd be uh, sorely remiss if I didn't mention the fact that um, Kevin Garinas, um has allowed us to come here and do our first podcast from Advent Coworking, and they've also been a great partner in the community. So, Walt, thanks so much for your time. Um, we will unquestionably have you back on here soon. Thank you. <laughs>
2: William Bissett is an investment advisor representative with Seacrest Blakey & Associates, a registered investment advisor. Opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of Seacrest Blakey & Associates. The topics discussed and opinions given are not intended to address the specific needs of any listener. Seacrest Blakey & Associates does not offer legal or tax advice. Listeners are encouraged to discuss their financial needs with the appropriate professional regarding your individual circumstance. Investments described herein may be speculative and may involve a substantial risk of loss. Interests may be offered only to persons who qualify as accredited investors under the Securities Act and a qualified purchaser as defined in Section 2A, Paragraph 51, Line A under the Company Act or an eligible employee of the management company. There generally is no public market for the interests. Prospective investors should particularly note that many factors affect performance, including changes in market conditions and interest rates, and other economic, political, or financial developments. Past performance is not and should not be construed as indicative of future results.